0: of Eloquence is made in the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging and we recognise that sovereignty was never ceded. Time for a treaty.
1: And welcome to AF Eloquence, the show where we are eloquent AF about all things football. My name is Bart Welch. And my name
0: is Emil Freund. Thanks for joining us here. It's Thursday the 25th of June. There's so much to talk about, Bart. And we have foosball tonight. I'm fucking excited. This season,
1: it's different, it's weird, it's unusual, but I can't look away. Oh my goodness. It's a lot, Emil. And, you know, for the first time in a while, we're doing this, as you said, on a Thursday. I think... You know, some other podcasts they get their shit together. They do on the Sunday night, but their take is now old, merely because the Super new old. cycle, the footy cycle. Let's let's just say this: a lot can happen. Uh, no, wait. Let's rephrase it. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> wait a second. Take a breath. Uh, <laughs> a week is a long time in football. <laughs> That's what I'll say.
0: In a post-COVID world, a day is a long time. An hour is a long time in football. I just asked Connor McKenna and the Essendon Football Club. Just ask Melbourne.
1: Oh my buddy hell! Oh, poor Connor McKenna. Hey, well, what a well, what a rock and roll! What a uh, week for the uh, for Essendon. Only the Essendon Football Club could have a positive and a negative result in the one week.
0: <sighs>
1: it's it's so true. I. Um, yeah, we should
0: start there. It's the week's biggest story. I'm also like you said about uh it being big news early in the week, I'm glad it's mostly blown over by now because it's not Yeah, uh, it's it's just one of the realities of the yeah. COVID thing at the moment. It's just how it's gonna go and, and we don't have any questions about which game's gonna happen this week. Are the blues gonna get to play them or not? You know, when are Melbourne gonna play? Like, no, no, no. It's Man. all right. Essendon can keep playing. He's gotta, you know, do his Isolation and
1: of course it was Essendon.
0: Poor old, know, poor poor, old Bombers. Poor Dons. <laughs> Those poor, poor Dons. Poor
1: Dons fans, man. It actually does Oof. suck. Because you know the level-headed people were just going to go, oh yeah, this is the reality. We're in a fucking pandemic. We're lucky enough to there's football at all and that we can manage and be flexible and have these floating fixtures and whatnot. So, you know, your level-headed folks will go will go like that and then the rest will take shots like I did at the start and just go, fuck you Essendon. Yeah. I, and it's... Uh, the
0: narrative that was co- like I was seeing on social media a lot was like, Oh, of course, first the bloody Asada and now this. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's like things are unrelated, completely unrelated. Yeah, there's uh, the, pi- the pilot on economy McCann was a bit unfair. Poor bloke, 20 whatever years of age, and, and he's uh, often a house inspection because he's a renter because mm. you know, lots of young people are, and then he gets blasted for perhaps what was a false positive
1: potentially a false positive he had he because he'd um uh flown back from ireland weeks and weeks ago and everyone assumed yeah. the worst that it would be from that but he would self-isolated 14 days and then it was another few weeks beyond that and then multiple tests and then to get this positive test so there's such a small window but yeah i guess we won't touch on it too long because like we said nearly a week's a long time in football this is nearly old news what are we talking yep. about he's a negative it. test he's ready to go <laughs> ready to go suiting
0: up is he playing this weekend? I don't know. I not I hadn't think heard so. the final result of that. No, I would have thought you still
1: need to do the, you know, 14-day thing. Maybe. But. Maybe here's a new strategy for some of the teams here. Sure. Maybe it's like, you know, you leak out a little bit of information here and there. You're like, hey, word on the street is, you know, um, Hunter Clark. I heard a little bit of a dry cough going on there with Hunter Clark from the Saints. <laughs> Next game, you know, plays the Tigers in the middle. Untouchable. Can't get a hand on him. <laughs> no one wants to tackle him. <laughs>
0: Oh, yes. Dropping a bit of uh, false news, bit of fake news there. Mm-hmm. Also, ironic, wasn't it, in the week that we had said that the Bombers are really playing the stealth game, flying under the radar, yeah. they became the biggest story of the week by far. You <sighs> Couldn't escape news of the Azzanine Football Club this week. <laughs> Poor things. They're really
1: trying. They're Not really, for the right reasons. They're oh. trying, Do you know. <laughs> you got to give it to them. Yep. Uh, you know, but... Poor things. At the same time though, they have kept, it has enabled them to keep their winning streak in check meal. They may have lost on the weekend. But not. undefeated. They're undefeated. Yeah. And even COVID um, couldn't defeat Conor McKegger. <laughs> That's his drinking name, Conor McKegger. <laughs> Conor McKegger. <laughs> That's his Irish drinking name. <laughs> when he's back home with the lads, <laughs> Conor McKegger.
0: The crack. Um. Other big news this week were what? Uh, the Lumumba. Uh, investigation Collingwood came out and announced that they were going to uh, have an internal investigation review about everything that happened in regards to Heretia Lamumba's time at the club and his nickname while he was there uh, which was uh, Chimp um, so Essend- I mean Collingwood came out and said this not only that but uh, Nathan Buckley came out and said that not only uh, was the only, No, he'd never used it, but the only time he'd ever heard it used was when Lumumba mentioned it to him uh, as a point of contention and as something that was concerning him. That's since been, um, there's been a number of players who have come out, Andrew Cracker amongst them, um, uh, and said that that's not true. They'd heard it being used as in relation to, to Lumumba as a nickname. Um, so, fuck. And that's not, that's not. Um, And Lumumba said he's not going to participate in the Collingwood-led investigation Because it's a club investigating itself Which, to me, sounds totally fine (laughs) When has that ever been a problem? Oh, yeah,
1: when has an internal investigation run by the people Who are the perpetrators of the thing that you're investigating Ever been, you know, a wrong idea? Oh, gee, man Oh, man Why? Why are white people like this? why do we suck so much i know and
0: i noticed on the day as well that they announced that there was this internal review um investigation and and, and they denied and you know denied it was a, th- a problem they trotted out this like old servant of the club the, literally the boot stutter and no guy who why. made pies yeah yeah the guy who warmed up the pies and studded the boots they trotted him out and said oh he's been in the club for 50 odd years and he just you know, he was coming to look at training and look at all the players just chatting to him because they're mates, because we're mates at Collingwood. It was such a highly staged, managed press opportunity designed to de- deflect any sort of negative image that you might associate with Collingwood in, in terms of whether or not they had a history and, and culture of racism at the time. Their fucking um,
1: president at the time of this happening called Adam Goods the same kind of slur on yep. radio, like the yep. same time. Hey.
0: Yep. Yep. Footy. It doesn't surprise you, nope. um, but then sometimes, then sometimes it does. Yeah. Uh, there, there are good stories too. Uh, Eddie, Eddie Betts coming out a week after receiving some horrible online trolling and having the game he did, and then also being the presence that he was uh, in the media this week, um, talking about his story and, and talking about his frustration and sadness that racism and bigotry in the game is still um, present. And yet his response was, was I thought beautiful. Um, talking about him just wanting to play footy and, and keep smiling and keep calling it out. And I think uh, as allies and as as supporters of football and, and, and as decent
1: human beings, you gotta gotta love and support that. I think it's the perfect perfect approach. He's a god, man. I absolutely love oh. that man. I can only I can only imagine. Like it's unfathomable how painful this must be and how much courage and strength some of these people have to possess to just keep going, to keep pushing on through this like constant hurt because it's fucking constant for these people, for some of our indigenous brothers and sisters and people of colour in Australia and the fucking world as we're seeing. Um, oh man, he's just a gem, isn't he? Like he's a national treasure and <laughs> most of the, of the good people who love our game absolutely love and respect him, but you know, <laughs> racism's alive and well in, in the AFL and in Australia, unfortunately.
0: And I'm so glad he gets to play his final um, year or two at the Blues, um, as not only as it's my club and I love him and always have, but because we're we you know we're, we're, our aspirations is that we're a club on the rise and we're, we're going to get better. And I think he can, as evidence by the weekend, really help us on that journey. Whereas Adelaide's on the reverse trajectory, and and if you saw him in his last year and probably less because they probably cut it short because that's what rebuilding teams do. It just wouldn't, it's a good news story, whereas him him petering out the last years of his career, and you get, you getting to see the last of his talent on an, on an Adelaide list that were struggling to be competitive, it'd
1: be a tough watch. It would be a tough watch, and what wasn't a tough watch, if we can U-turn uh, to how freaking awesome he, he was on the weekend, was, uh, I'm going to... There's one moment that that really got me going in the Blues Geelong game and it was your fourth goal, the fourth goal in a row for the Blues. It was McGovern's mm. goal, but Eddie Betts had um there was a moment, a bit of play that led up to that and it was I think he'd had a, he had a big that's right, he had a big hit on Stavre Regalea and you think about the size discrepancy between those right? two men. He'd smacked yeah. into him and then butted up and followed on and did I think he just got a little hand in or a little tap on, but he showed some desperation and that, that is just this. He just showed the way forward for some of the younger Blues, and that re- resulted in a goal. And that was just one of the first things. Obviously, he got the first goal of the game, and then he set up that one, and then he got the tackle at the, in the last 30 seconds, and just was that immense. left foot kick to Murphy oh. at full stretch between
0: three Geelong players.
1: He's a gem. He's an absolute a, he's a, gem, man. God. And what a yep. smile, baby. He's just the best.
0: Good footy news all around with Eddie Betts. Um, yeah. yeah, man, I, I thoroughly enjoyed his presence on the field and and and, and what he brings to our club. Uh, uh, you know, lots of people were have been uh, questioning it, well, rightly so. He's older. He's an older player, but I, I think anyone who has spent any deal any amount of time watching him play throughout his career knew that he brings something to the Blues that we didn't have, and he's there now. Maybe a bit of extrovert. Maybe a bit of hmm. fun, loving, enjoy the game. Let's not get too serious, boys. Interesting. I don't know. Hmm.
1: What interesting, a take! Interesting take, merely. <laughs> maybe that's what you need. Um, and <laughs> look, we will come back on this Blues game because we need to revel in it a bit more. But while we're talking yeah. introverts, you and I last week we discussed a tattooed fella who maybe likes to party, named Alebratore. Tom little, a a Liberatore. <laughs> Who, oh was inn, who was an in? Who was an in this weekend for the struggling Western Bulldogs? Who maybe needed was a little. He? Did sp- he
0: play? I didn't notice that oh, he was playing really? this weekend. <laughs> <didn't I>? mm. <laughs> How about that?
1: Hey, there was we hit. That, I think we hit the nail on the head. Needed a little. His bit first
0: of half was electric. Big and time. I mean, GWS's provocation aside, unless you got someone of the ilk of of um, Tom Liberatore mm-hmm. to to combat that and to show the other players uh, the Bulldogs the way. Who knows how that's going to go? And there was an interview with uh, Bob Murphy I listened to during the week, um, and he was talking about that Tom Liberatore is one of those f- uh, very rare players, especially rare for a, for a player who's not a you know big physical specimen and you know key position player ruckman he's one of those players that has an aura about him a presence about him the other players walk taller all these you know <laughs> classic footy idioms <laughs> he is one of those players and I, I i listen to it i just revel i was like yes i know he <laughs> is fucking hey
1: he's one of the dudes well it's good to know that bob even though bob captained this man to a premiership i actually think bob got that hot take off our last episode on the pod so it's good to well, know that bob murphy is a listener of the of the show emily really. Bob
0: is an AF eloquent man, but he is. I think we writer. can all agree on that. And that's, that's what I think we love about footy people who are in the game, who love the game, but also are not afraid to shy away from uh, the emotional side of the game. The, the, the intellectual side of the game, the nuanced side of the game, not rely just simply on, on hack hack hackneyed old phrases yeah, and, 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 w- and traditions of this is, this is who's in the media. Cause this is who, who's always been in the media. He's, He's such a refreshing presence and I love listening to him.
1: He is, isn't he? And that's a good insight into, um, you know, because it's a harder thing to quantify uh, like someone's energy or someone's, um, you know, what they bring to the table if, if it isn't necessarily something you can put on a score sheet or on a stat sheet, you know. You can't really, you can't put that on the stats, can you? How well uh, Libba pumped up the team Oh, he's an elite he's an elite pump up team. He? Right? He's elite, he's a, he's he an elite up. hype man. up. He's elite he's an elite hype man. He's elite at smacking beers down. He's above average at doing lines. And he can Best
0: player who's ever played for the Vietnam whatever. Oh yes, wear. that's <laughs> right.
1: In the off season. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: the, the Saigon um, uh, Sharks or whoever. Player of the century for the
1: Saigon Sharks. <laughs> that's it. Yes. Tom Liberatore. Yeah. Well, yeah, they were they were pretty great, weren't they? And how about
2: um, the theatrics—is the this what theatrics, we're going into? Yes. Friends? Now I, I know
1: thought that so you and I—we have degrees in theatrics. It is literally we are, what we know.
0: We're drama queens. It's true.
1: We are. Hell yeah. We love
0: yeah. a bit. We love a bit of. Uh, we love a bit of uh, a, a bit of uh, heightened enthusiasm and energy.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, we do, and we love a bit of a, a bit of a narrative, maybe a WWE-style narrative, and bringing Nick Haynes to the coin toss <laughs> to face the Bond. Is that's some theater if I've ever seen it? That's like that's my word, (laughs) that's act one. Oh my goodness, even the stare down. Oh, it was so good. Nick Haynes' stare down of Bont And And did you see Bont's face? Yeah, just bewilderment. 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 What is
0: going on? Didn't we deal with this? You beat us in a a, what was it, a semi last year? No, the prelim. You beat us in a prelim last year. No, like no,
1: one before it, one before it. One before? They beat the Pies in the prelim, but it must have been one oh, before yes. Yeah, they've right. them up pretty well. They beat them pretty easily, the Giants. They did. did. But,
0: um, yeah. I, I wonder if GWS see themselves differently to how I'm seeing them. Because I don't see them as bad guys in any way. However, I think you go into that game with that move against the dogs everyone's second favorite team Mm. and then you're the heel if we're going to borrow wwe terminology you're the bad guy like Mm. you, you you're being aggressive you're um you're trying to psychologically rock someone before the game of football like how do you how do you come out of that looking good i guess maybe they're leaning
1: in maybe they are just leaning into that they maybe that's how they identify themselves as they're the um they're the Darth, the Darth Vader. <laughs> the They're the villain. Yeah. Um, you know, and and not to say that I didn't love this. All by the way, like it was funny, and it didn't work. If anything, it um it gave the dogs something to sparked, it, it the, sparked bulls. The, bulls. the dogs, yeah. the dogs who were um you know winless thus far um in the whole and listless, season. absolutely. They they with it, and you know a new edition of their young extrovert. Um, and then a little bit of spark there from Nick Haynes and from the Giants that um it really gave them some life didn't it <laughs> they didn't Did, they didn't it, back it up unfortunately from the giants
0: no they couldn't they couldn't match uh, that aggression at the footy they they you know they played play the man not the ball you know mm. to borrow a hackneyed footy idiom <laughs> um I reckon that it could well spark the Bullies' season. Um, I think we'll from you'll see, you know, we'll look at this game as the turning point for them, I reckon.
1: I agree with you. Um, and we'll get there later in the round when we do our tipperos. But I, I feel like that could have been the start for them. And, you know, it's a short season now, 17 rounds. You play every round once. But if you have, you know, they, they're on the board there now. They're They're the same... They're in the same position as the Saints are as GWS are. A, as Geelong Geelong, get yourself a win there and you're and you're back in contention. Or they're back in any way right now. It's just it's early days still. So it might have taken a few rounds to warm up, but they looked a lot better last week than they did the week before against the Saints, that's for sure. So true. Um all right. Well, that was uh that was that.
0: Mm. Um I oh, hang on, one, one, one more thing on that. I yes. I, I, I think that Canelio being a new Captain of the club, I think he, I think he made a mistake with with that approach, and I th- I hope that he learns from it because I don't think, I don't think that that was it. Um, in terms of you know getting the win, it's just it's I don't think it was necessary to. I mean, look, they were. I changed my tip on them as soon as I saw that they were missing Kelly as well, and then when Whitfield went down, it's like, oh well, they're missing three out of their five best players. It's going to be a, going to be a hard ask from here. But I just they, like we said, I think they made it really hard on themselves when they when they woke the Bulldogs up, and I think that um, yeah, it, it's. I hope I hope Cornelio learns from that because I think he would regret it. I hope he regrets it. It's the wrong
1: wrong decision. It was the wrong decision. It equally could have been the right decision, of course, if, it, if, they, if they came through with the goods and it inspired them in some way, but it, it really didn't. And they, they haven't looked themselves just yet. I'm, int- I'm really intrigued how they'll play this week with um, three big ins, them being uh, Green, Whitfield we- yeah. and Kelly. Yeah, four players.
0: Yeah, yeah they're right. all
1: back in. So against the Pies, so some pretty dang tough opposition. But um, I've got one for you, Millie. So Tell me. The weekend was pretty tough to call. A tips is nightmare. You might say. It, you could say that. Oh, I did, and anyway, and this this week it's looking equally difficult. Now it begs the question: Who's good, Emil? Who's oh. who's fucking good? Who's who's good? Like you know, I mean, H- uh, Hawthorne go down to Geelong. They beat them down there. After we think Geelong are great. You know, yeah. maybe maybe Hawthorn are good. Sorry, Hawthorn lose to Geelong. Then we it.
0: think Geelong are great because Geelong, you know, suddenly they've got all the all the experience and, and less time that they've got to play for. So of course they're going to be good. And They got all these home games.
1: They're great. They're going to win it. Massive oversight. We miss them. They're the best. Then a little old team <laughs> yeah. called the Blues come down there and knock them off. Yeah. Spoil the party. And then of course the Hawks bounce.
0: North back. Melbourne. Yeah, North Melbourne are flying after two rounds. People are like, where you know th- these guys could be, they could have the game style to to beat this season. They could be the ones.
1: Mm-hmm. And they
0: Sid- prove uncompetitive against Sydney. Yeah, Sydney written them off. Sydney. Then suddenly they come, they 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 rejoin the hunt and and get some fight about them and and some firepower.
1: Apparently, Tom Papley's a great player. Didn't know that. No, what? <laughs> what? Who? <laughs> yeah. I know, and the, our uh, of course the mighty Saints, who were anything but right? mighty. Who you know, f- a lot of punters were talking, uh, talking them up through the week, which is a very St Kilda thing to do. To then let you down, but don't know where they're at. I, I guess I know. I know one thing. I know one thing. Collingwood are good.
0: Collingwood are good.
1: Unfortunately, yeah, they are good. Grundy's aren't they? really good. He's
0: grundy. We got
1: towed up in the midfield by them. And we had towed up the blue, uh, sorry, the doggies the week earlier. And we just got like cleaned up by mainly by grundy, but then they were just waltzing out of their clearances. Like, and the week before we were doing that, it's like,
0: I think, yeah, on on the question of who's good. I don't, uh, you're right. We did. People were hot on the saints this week and rightly so they played a great game against the dogs. I think, you know When we see this How the season shakes out In a couple more weeks time When we get a, An even greater idea About where things are Where things who where, where teams are really placed Yeah we'll see that Collingwood are Probably the benchmark At the moment aren't they um, I think them so. in Port Adelaide <laughs> the, the prison bars are where it's
1: at uh, So maybe this is what it's about the black and white it's, it's nothing to do 2020, with 2020, the year of monochrome Oh, here we go I think there's there's obviously they possess some kind of power with these, um, these prison bar <laughs> shapes There's something in the Guernsey I think Koshi and Eddie, they're fighting over something that we, the public, we don't know about
0: Man, they're playing, they're playing 3D chess, the rest of us are just playing checkers <laughs> I
1: know and I want to be a, uh, a grandmaster, which is, I believe, <laughs> the second time we've talked about grandmasters in two weeks as well. It's it's true. It's um, AF Eloquence with a little bit of chess on the side. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we don't shy away from the big issues here. Mm. Yeah, Collingwood are good, um, mm. and then Port Adelaide are good. Um, whether they can mean you can't trust Port Adelaide because they haven't done it for seasons on end, unlike unlike Collingwood who have been good for a, for a while now. Um, apart from that. I've got to say the Gold Coast are good. Both the Bri- Brisbane and yeah, Brisbane, Brisbane are good. and Gold
1: Coast, both the Queensland teams looking good. Yeah. Uh, which is Brisbane, are, Brisbane are a
0: top four side, I reckon. They are, um, to they? win to win without Steph Martin and Dane Zorco. Um, I mean, it helps to have to you know play in Queensland, but they showed last year and the year before that they're to be reckoned with. And I think I think they've just gotten better.
1: Yeah, like you said, without those two, without their premier ruckman and their captain in the midfield yeah. versus yeah. a midfield that has Nat Nui, Elliot Yo, Sheed, uh, Luke Shuey, Andrew Gaff, and, and others.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, but, but they're playing, you know, but they're on
1: the hub. But uh, the what hub, am I meant but. to do with my $800,000? <laughs> I, I want to go home. Oh my God. It's so warm <laughs> over here. It's so warm and sunny on the Gold Coast. <laughs>
0: But the theme parks are closed, but What's the point? Oh,
1: man. They just need to shut the fuck up, don't they? Like you well, said last they, week, though. Gold Coast played 14 rounds away from home last year or whenever it was, the year before. 2018, yep. <laughs> just yep. come on. Come on now.
0: Come on now. I know they've got it a uh, bit tough
1: sometimes, but it's not that hard, I don't believe.
0: And they've got what they want, so if they don't shut up now, then... Uh, for goodness' sake!
1: Yeah, they're going it was home a, in like two a, weeks with, and then maybe having yeah. sixty thousand fans in their like in the stadiums. Yeah.
0: If they want to talk about how they've been disadvantaged at the start of the season, let's talk about how they're going to be completely advantaged for the remainder of it because they're going to play right up probably until the finals. A large percentage of the games, a much much larger percentage of the games in Perth, in front of crowds when other people can't.
1: Yeah, your time will come, West Coast. It will come. Are they? So does that? But let's. I guess. You know they are, have they won one game this year. I can't even remember. Did they win? Yeah, round they one? beat Melbourne in
0: the in the first round. That's right.
1: Okay, so they're one and two. You you'd got to say that you, they'd want to get a move on, right? Like obviously they're going to have this massive uh, advantage, Sorry, when they when they <coughs> play games at home, but if they lose another game, they lose this week, or they lose a game next week, it's gonna it's gonna start to add up. It's gonna be hard to 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 make. Well, top four will be difficult. It's already starting to get more difficult if you lose this game, I imagine. But then, let alone finals, I don't know how many w- wins you need to get in this kind of season. It's normally what the twelve is the kind of the yeah. benchmark. But maybe benchmark. it's maybe it's nine or Eight, ten. Nine. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah. J- I hope they just keep phoning it in until they go home, and then they can start their season proper. And- yeah. I reckon they should. In fact, I reckon they just play their twos, give everyone a rest, send send all the starters home early so mm. they can get a, 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 st- a break on everyone, mm-hmm. and play play um play the reserves until until they get home on the West Coast when conditions are perfect.
1: Yeah, you can shed your tears into the Indian Ocean, <laughs> West Coast players. Get back over <laughs> salty, there. Salty, salty, salty tears. tears. <laughs> 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 Add another drop. Oh. enjoy that sunset. Um,
0: that's it. Are, are the Hawks good? Because. They beat the Tigers, who may not be good this year. Mm. Um, I'm worried. They're only the okay.
1: Yeah, I'm worried the Tigers will become very good this weekend against the Saints. Sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which there's, happens, there's, an, there's that narrative, isn't there?
1: There is, but that's more of a pessimistic. You know, I'm just thinking about myself merely. Um, I think the Hawks are a. I think they're they're a middle they're a of go- the road team who they're will a
0: good they're a gooder team with Jager in it than a, than they are without it.
1: That's correct, and they mm-hmm. also have a great. Coach, <laughs> who, who thinks Geelong is shit, <laughs> um, who also
0: thinks they're a mediocre team. Yes. Hawthorn, I mean.
1: Yeah, if
0: we if we take him at his word.
1: Yeah, that's right. He thinks that they're mediocre. He thinks Geelong are mediocre. Maybe he's just got <laughs> exceptional standards, and he's just actually like that's shit. This is you shit. Know what? They're not good. Whole- Everyone's everything. mediocre. Everybody sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> got high standards, which you know, yeah. I guess that's what gets you four premierships. Um, I think they're. A, a you know, around the eight to eight to twelfth mark or something and they can beat yeah. anyone on their day because they yep. still have the best coach at the helm and they've still got some, some great very players. players. Yeah, they still have some real real quality players there. Um Yeah. But again, we'll know, won't we? The cream will rise to the top. But if I had to guess I reckon they're kind of in that deadlock. But you should never underestimate them. And that's time and time again we're being know. You know, told that they're done and then they're over. And then time and time again, even my partner said it, me said it over the weekend. I was like, I tipped against, I tipped the Tiges, And she was like, why'd you do that? Hawthorne always do this. It's like, shut up. I know. Yeah, they do. <sighs> it's true. Right. She's only followed yeah. football for five years, but she knows and she's right. And and the
0: tigers are not as good without Dusty.
1: That's true. <laughs> By a <laughs> long makes, stretch, and it makes sense, right? It's makes like, sense. Oh yeah, you don't have the best player in the comp. You're not as good. Yeah. But he looked yep. terrible. Ooh. is he going to yeah. play this week?
0: Oh uh, yeah, I think he is. Um, the yeah, he I believe he is. Um, yeah, their forward line in particular is is looking uh, dysfunctional. But I, that's because, in my opinion, the Chain The ball movement has been disrupted. People have figured them out in their forward handball, manic pressure way. And really Hawthorne are a good match against them, although the Tigers have beaten them their last few quite convincingly. If the Tigers are a bit off that pressure game, then it means that Hawthorne's kicking and ball movement game comes into it. And the Hawks were winning it at the coal face, to borrow another hackneyed footy expression, Almost every time, like they 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 had first midfield use for most of that game, and they were able to, yeah, like I said, disrupt the, the Tigers' ball movement, um, and then not be subjected to the same kind of pressure that the Tigers normally subject them to, and therefore use the ball beautifully.
1: Oh, I think you bang on. That's um, it, it, it makes me think about this weekend. It'll be it'll be an interesting matchup with the with our Sainers. I read something over the week that the the Tigers haven't played a genuine w- winger in these last couple of rounds and they've been pumped on the wing by, oh, gosh, I should have wrote these names down. But there was a couple of people, um, one of the Browns, Callum Brown maybe. Um, sure. The eldest Brown played on the wing and just racked up possessions uh, when they played the pies. And then same with last week, Isaac Smith just like ran a amok on the wing. So, yeah, right. so this week, uh, of course, they have... The Saints and one of the one of the best wingers in the game in Bradley Hill. I'm interested to see what what, what matchups they go for in the midfield here. It, they look likely to
0: swing some uh, swing some changes in uh, for this game, and it perhaps bring in some wing speed. Um, it looked like Marlon Pickett might be dropped as well after after a you know a couple of ordinary performances. Not that he was on his Pat Malone, that's for sure. Um, yeah, uh, Richmond will probably click into gear. I hope it's not this week for, you, for your sake. Yeah, uh, I do too. <laughs> I, I
1: I can't trust either team at the moment. I'm not sure where Richmond are, are at. And, and the Saints, uh, I think we're going to be an all right team for sure. I think we've got some really good players there now. But we're, it's, it's still going to take time. Most of these guys, yeah. a quarter of the list pretty much that's on the field haven't have played more than two games with each other. So... It'll take a sure. bit of cohesion there, but there was more than just that that was missing last week. That's for sure. We just got beaten by a better side. Um, but yeah, yeah, and it,
0: and the, the the and Collingwood was that a. Do you think it was the pressure of Collingwood that, um, or the ball movement, or, or what was oh, it? First pretty all much of above?
1: everything, man. It got sure. to a point where they beat us in the first quarter and it was done. Um, you know, we got the first goal, but they, their pressure was immense. Um, we kind of allowed them to play in this manner, I think. After that, once they started to get on top, we were kind of just chasing. We always felt like we were a meter or so off our man. You know, they had more sure. space. And, and then their pressure was it's all credit to them. You know, it, it seems to happen this way, doesn't it? Someone will play really solid football. And and then it forces the opposition to start making mistakes or feel the pressure, and then and then they rise to that and they feed off that, and we just keep crumbling. And that and that happens w- week in week out. You see that it's such a momentum game. But you know, by the time by half time, in this sh- shortened format, we were how many points behind? Thirty odd points behind. And then I think we kept them to two goals in the second half, but the game's done. So w- that was it. Uh, so we had a poor yeah. a poorish quarter, but they were they were a better side. They are. Uh, a good side and then and then they started getting fancy then it was party time you know to go, he's popping them on the left and, and jaden yeah. sims and i don't think i mentioned it to you last <sighs> week but I've loved that kid from the get-go in, in that draft year. I wanted him. Wanted yes, to, I
0: remember you talking about it.
1: Wanted him and Nick Coffield though. I didn't want Hunter Clark, so I was absolutely wrong there because Hunter Clark's quickly becoming one of the better players in our team and maybe our best player within two years. Um, Could well be. Yeah, he he he. he the sky's the limit for that kid. Big time, and He's Same with Jaden Stevenson. He's and a it, Doesn't he
0: make? Doesn't he make their forward line that much better? Unbelievable. I think, yeah, I was I was concerned without. Uh, more more tall timber up top um, for the for the pies that they wouldn't be able to kick enough of a score. But he's just so dynamic. He's he doesn't awesome. he 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 defies the size that he plays at. He doesn't play like a conventional either <laughs> mid size forward. He, he plays small. He plays tall. He can jump. He can run. He can tackle.
1: So good, isn't he? And he's accurate as he's deadly around goal. Like he he yeah. he. he Pretty much sticks him every time if they're on his right side for it you know on the, on the right side for him as a right footer and he can snap it in he'll curl that in pretty much 95 times out of 100 that's that's what it seems anyway he just doesn't miss him yeah. very often he also and i, I think i remember this correctly because my stupid brain but i think he ran a 2.9 uh 20 second sprint which is like very fast and elite yeah very much so um and i think he was the quickest in his draft year for that 20 meter sprint so if he gets off your man in the forward line you're not going to catch him, yeah. See you, later. see you lose. later. He's off. Yeah. Yep. Um,
0: all right, and uh, and then of course the 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 other upset. Well, one of the other upsets in the round was the Blues, um, Collingwood, uh, Blues, Geelong game. Mm. Um, and there's just there's just a couple of things I want to mention about this uh, before we get into next week's this weekend's tips. Rather, indeed. Um, we've already talked about how Eddie Betts is heaven sent. Um so we don't need to go into that two more, except just one more time. Shout out to Eddie Betts for, for one of the one of the games of the year thus far. Um yeah.
1: You're a legendary. We s- love you.
0: Yeah, lead leading goal assist player in the AFL ever. So
1: Oh, is he really? Mm.
0: He is, yeah, uh, got the most goal assists of any player, and doesn't that go. say everything? Everything you need to know. There about
1: you him. go. That says yeah. everything because not only has he won goal of the year four times or something, so he can he can kick a better goal than pretty much anyone else out there. But not only that, he's passing it, he's palming it off and sharing it around, sharing his platform um, to other players. That's what an ideal player. That's we. What do we do to deserve him, Emil? What do we do? What did do we?
0: Oh, just we just got to just got to sit back and and enjoy the the remaining years of Eddie Betts, um, and I hope it is years. I hope he plays on next year because it, it'd be really sad if he w- went out the end of this year without having had the big crowds that mm. he deserves to play in front of. Because he's he's a he's a yeah he's a national treasure.
1: Yeah he is. Um, but yeah, um, mate. How did how how did you feel, well, my friend? Oh man. I... I
0: I felt great. It was a, it was a beautiful it was a beautiful game to watch. The the ball movement in that first half in particular, the contested marking um, was s- phenomenal. Um, Levi Casbolt having one of the games of his life, safe and he, hands, and as reflected in the coaches' votes. He led the coaches' votes for that game. Got eight coaches' votes, I reckon, um, and like took something like you know nine contested marks or something like crazy, um, and kicked two goals.
1: His kicking's um, come a long way, hasn't it,
0: in the last yeah. two years? Yeah, last two or three years, he's really turned it around. And uh, I reckon he's probably the most versatile tool in the game because um, he can play ruck, he can play forward, and he can play back. It, it, and he's shown that he can do that um, in a better than, you know, break even way in all three of those positions. So uh, I, I love his late career blossoming i think it's a a wonderful story i'm really happy for. yeah it's
1: impressive isn't it because he's copped a lot he's been a whipping boy for a lot of his career and a
0: punchline for most of his career he
1: really has and people have had you know the blues have had to give a lot of time and um and and they're being rewarded for that now like they they obviously saw they knew he could do some of these phenomenal things particularly his hair you know his marking was or has always been a late but now adding these other strings to his bow he's um He's looking great, dude.
0: They almost traded him. Uh, was it yeah? In couple, this you? season? No, no, the, no, the one, before. one before. No takers. No takers. No takers. Bloody, bloody glad that there weren't. Good. I, I, I reckon he, um, he adds a lot to our team. And even if you know Charlie Kuno comes back in and there's not a place for him between you know McGovern, Kuno, and and um, and Mackay in that forward line, we have a role for him. You know, even if he's playing his backup rock, we have a role for him. I reckon. Um, yeah. I love him. Um, okay, what else? Uh, Jack Martin in the middle. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. He's he, 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 is, he is the midfielder we've been craving, and we didn't know we got him. We got him in thinking that he'd be a mainly play forward and then maybe 20%, 30% game time in the guts. Uh-uh, reverse that. He's going to play 70 to 80% in the midfield, rest forward, because he's slight, but he gets the footy. Um Hard ball gets. he's he's gets he, and tackles. He's a really tough player. Smart user, brilliant kick and his balance, man. There was a couple of times when he'd take the ball and he was seemingly off balance and then he'd suddenly swivel and pivot and then he'd dish it off on his other side of his body and it just fluid. And I think that he will form a formidable partnership with Paddy Cripps in the midfield.
1: And you know, oh my goodness, adding to that, uh, our boy Mark Pitnet. I know Big Mac Attack. My goodness, who's my housemate Ruby's cousin? So a little family tie in the household here in Sydney. Who's Aren't been unreal? My goodness. Oof.
0: Um, yeah, him just. It's only just his working. seventh game or something.
1: Unbelievable. Some of his uh hits, hitouts to advantage, like straight down the throat of Paddy Cripps. They have some nice synergy going on there. And as you mentioned, Martin as well was looking was just looking great. So dynamic. The midfield's. He's ad- he adds a lot, doesn't he? And we all know he's Heaps. been a great player for many years. But it's this is the this is what can sometimes happen at Gold Coast, obviously, particularly these early years at Gold Coast that um you can get a bit lost up there. But no one's ever thought he hasn't been a, he's not a talent talented player. And now look at him thriving here. Well, he's been
0: he's been um, probably our most consistent performer of the year as well. Let's not forget four goals in the first round. Really good game against the D's. Kind of sparked that revival um, that. Uh, brought us back into the game, and then to have the game he played again on the weekend. I'd, I'd say he's probably most, con- one, maybe most consistent performer. Um, yeah, and Pitney, uh, Pitnet, Pitney. I'm not Pit-Net. sure. We'll I ask ask Ruby. I, Pitnet. I asked. found out. I thought. Thanks, I thought
1: it'd be Pitney because I was like, surely with Pitnet, we just anglicised it. But sure, but he's Italian. Pitnet. Pitnet.
0: Very nice. Yeah. All right, there you go. Big pit it, yeah. Big pit net. We've, 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 we've pit netted a good one there. You have indeed. Um, at, his disposal, his disposal is excellent as well. Um, he's a really good option um, and can take a mark. So when the ball's in his hands, in the middle, in general play, I, I feel confident.
1: And he's highly regarded right now because your man Teague, the T tea train, said that even if uh, Cruz was available, he wouldn't be played in front of Pito.
0: Yep. So, well, I think that's what you know. That's what that's that's the depth. strength of the incumbent and what form does depth. It is nice. To, nice, to, <laughs> nice to mention it in the same conversation as Carlton. <laughs> without saying lack of. <laughs> That's
1: right. Yeah, for once. All
0: right. um, let's move on to the next round, buddy.
1: Yes, absolutely. Hey, 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 wait. One more thing I want to say. Just one okay. more thing I want to flag. Because I just wanna I just wanna Please. note it for, for this week and just to see where it's at. Just notice Jack Rewalt, just jumping on the tags again. Has uh, uh, He he feels like he might have turned over that point for me Where it's like I was watching him on the weekend And it's like You look old And sore Yeah And a bit slow Yeah And I wonder if it's If it's nearing If Jack Raleigh is nearing some end I know we've just jumped out of this out of nowhere But um it was just a thing. I, I just was have watched in the last two rounds, and I'm like, "What's going on with Jack Revolt? What is happening with the Tigers? I don't really get it." But anyway, I just really I just wanted to point that out because I just want to see how he responds this week against us. He'll probably kick a fucking bag for all. Of well, me.
0: Nick Revolt this week has come out in the um, you know, uh, on the junket for Maddie's match. Um, I don't I don't mean on the junket. I mean on the press trail about mm-hmm. Maddie's match, and said if 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 Maddie was alive, she would tell. Him to pull his head, uh, pull his finger out or pull his head in. I don't know. One ah, or two, but, yeah.
1: Okay, so you know, uh, he's, he's, he's gotten well. a
0: serve from beyond the grave. So if that's <laughs> not enough to spark him up, then I don't know what he's is.
1: gotten a spooky serving from Maddie. Has well, um, it's a bit that's a bit of a shame. I wish Maddie could um give the Saints a bit of a serve as well or not inspire a family member or cousin in Jack Rewald. Give us a little spray while you can as well, Maddie, to inspire us. We need it too, yeah. As well I as reckon, old Jack Rewalt. Um,
0: well, she was, she was, she was a Saints supporter, wasn't she? More than a I think Tiger oh, supporter.
1: You would have to be, right? Nick Rewalt's sister with a brother. Absolutely, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope. Anyway, anyway, just something to note. Just something to note. I just something it, it, to note. Let's see on. how he responds. Let's have a
0: I, I, I think, you yeah, know, he's definitely been out of sorts. Um, he has been, and he's certainly with his age profile. He's certainly. Closer to the end of his career than the start. If I want to borrow another hackneyed footy expression, um, so we'll see. It, we're on Jack Watch from now on.
1: <laughs> I'm always down for Jack Watch, and we're not talking about those Saints. This is Jack Riewoldt, not our, <laughs> not the St Kilda Jacks.
0: It, you need too many people on Jack Watch if you're watching St Kilda. It's a lot, no, exclusively for all of them. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, this week's games. First tonight. up tonight, tonight, big time. The Dogs and the Swans up at uh, the SCG. Um, it's Josh Kennedy's two hundred fiftieth. There's no Josh Dunkley. Uh, speaking of Josh's either mm. for the Dogs on that one. Um, this shape's pretty. There's pretty, a pretty interesting game. Um, the Resurgent. They're both Resurgent, really, after slow starts to the year. Yeah. How that, do you see this one playing out, buddy?
1: Um, yeah, I was impressed with the Swans last week. Um, I thought North were going to. <clears throat> beat them pretty convincingly, convincingly, and same goes to the Western Bulldogs as we have mentioned at the top of this. They got inspired from a uh, Nick Haines the WWE theater move, um, yeah. <clears throat> and then took them out. and I, th- I think uh, you- you're right, Neil. With I reckon that could be the game that sparks the Western Bulldogs. I think they've got a better list. You know, it was only a few weeks ago we we're talking about them as top four and potential right. premiership you know, contenders, and then they have a couple bad games and, and what's going on with Certainly the
0: dogs. So they're 16th on the power rankings in Fox footy or
1: whatever. Yeah, shows what the power rankings know. Um, mm-hmm. but so I, I actually think the dogs will get up on this in this game, even if it's up in Sydney. Who cares? No crowds yep. up there. Uh, the the yep. dogs will like it. I reckon they'll enjoy a bit of the sun up here. It's a beautiful day right now. I mean, not a, not a cloud in the sky, my friend. So I'm sure the doggies have flown up this morning and are probably enjoying a, a latte on Crown Street in Surrey Hills. I'll take the tram the new Randwick tram to Moore Park and get it done. Yeah, man, sunny skies, it's smooth
0: sailing for the dogs. I agree with you. I would like to have a bit of an each way bet in terms of the pod's tips to go with Sydney, but I I am into that narrative and I agree. The dogs have a better team. And they've been, they've been fired up. They've got, they've got Liberman. Let's look at Superman. He's back. Let's, you know, he's there. the party energy. starter, the fire starter.
1: He's the fire starter, the hype man, elite fire starter. <laughs> Twisted fire starter. Um, just, just
0: a quick aside before we jump into the next game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, On, on the Carlton introverts thing, because there was something I wanted to talk about that I forgot to mention. Mm-hmm. Um, We talked last week on the pod about how Carlton, uh, a team of mostly introverts and need some need some that spark some of that liver energy well i noticed on a social media post from the club that it was like post game in the rooms at carlton and they were having a bit of a bug not only that but the song that was playing was gimme 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 by abba which i know you know oh. is a certified banger big time banger <laughs> big time banger uh-huh. there are some people who have party instincts at the blues
1: okay cuz that is saying, that's they, a they might be that's not post they might be latent. Or, uh, uh-uh. you know that's
0: uh uh-uh. uh that's not the chain smokers or some <laughs> shit that's a deep cut and a certified fucking party starter
1: that's a huge party starter you pop that in your set about like 25 mm. minutes in when when mm-hmm. people are really starting to get down um get down. so who's the dj there who we got?
0: That's, that's, that's my mission for the We're week. to find, find out. out.
1: Give me, give me, give me, I'm after me. Right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good song. Huge. Anyway, I'm gonna Let's find that out. We're we going to try Dem- and find, obviously, you know, um, future ambassador Emil Freund, you'll be able to find this out very uh, quickly for us when you become <laughs> in the inner sanctum. But until then, right. we need to keep our uh, ears to the ground, our nose to yeah. the, to the wind and our eyes yeah, we, to the, gotta, the sky. Hmm?
0: We're going to be like Andrew Bassett and uh, be, a, be a bloodhound after the, after the truth. You seek gotta it seek. out. you got to seek. There we go.
1: you got to seek it oh, out. Sorry. <laughs> I stole your punchline. <laughs> no, no. Let's just blame it <laughs> on Scott for life. It. Yeah, it's bloody fucking Scott. Stupid Scott.
0: <laughs> uh, Saturday the 27th, uh, up on the hub. No. Um, no, no, no. I'm oh, sorry, have I jumped again? Friday. Oh, of course I have. Of course I have. Oh. I'm used to the old
1: fixtures. I know, right? It's yes, Friday. new world we're in. But we got a Friday oh. night sizzler.
0: We do, don't we? Mm-hmm. This one threatens to be a boil over.
1: You would think, wouldn't you? You would think. But hear me out. <laughs> Sorry, when I say boil
0: when I say boil over, I don't mean to I don't mean to uh pedal backwards. When I say boil over, I mean like the energy might, you know, boil over rather than it be a blowout.
1: Right, I see. And do you mean that simmering tension between these two sides because we've got the Pies coming up against the, of course, the villainous GWS giants. That's right. And then the Pies perchance won some redemption from their prelim loss. That's right. rainy day in Melbourne. The the one that got away because who knows? It was the one that got away because, you know, dare I say, Maybe Collingwood would have put up a bit more of a fight than uh, the Giants did in the grand final. If There's
0: something in their song about that, isn't there? Uh, anyway,
1: uh, I'll look it up later. <laughs> um, <laughs> Google it. <laughs> Google it later. But now, Emil, I I actually I think this is around full full O upsets. Maybe uh, <laughs> I got a lot of tips wrong last week, but seven um, each way bet on it. Yeah, <laughs> let's put it that way. But I think you know the Collingwood have looked pretty good this week. R- GWS they've got they've got some they got some ground to make up. they got some redemption um, coming in store for them. And they also have, as we mentioned, three of their best players coming back. I think at the moment, Collingwood are a better team, for sure. They're in far better form. But I'm, I'm more just banking on it clicking at some point for the Giants. And maybe this is the game up against another tough opposition where they have a bit of a rivalry with, a bit of a history with. And they've got a point to prove now. So... I think they have more of a point to prove than Collingwood do, so maybe that's enough to inspire them to uh, get it together. Like, yeah, I, I'm I, th- I think hope. everyone thinks. I think everyone thinks that Giants ought to
0: be good, and they haven't. You're right; they haven't got it together yet. As far as talent goes and list build goes, they are comparable to anyone in the competition and probably exceed a lot of uh, almost all teams. Uh, so, this is a chance for them to fire their season up. Find the fire start of their own, Toby Green, probably mm-hmm. must be, right? Yeah, um, so yeah. Um and in front of a national audience, in front of the biggest club in against the biggest club in the land, show that they are a good chance at this year's flag. And if they don't win this week, then I am writing them off for twenty twenty. And I've been their biggest fans for a couple of years. You but have been. If they don't if they don't if they don't win this week, then i I think their their campaign this year is done.
1: It starts to get very difficult after that because they're following two games uh, against uh, the Hawks at home next week, and then Port Adelaide the week after that. Uh, and I, where's that game? I believe that's oh, it's at Metricon, of course, the spiritual home of uh, Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide for <laughs> the Gold Coast, <laughs> um, and that's tough. They're a tough couple of games after this. So the Pies, Hawthorn, and Port Adelaide. If they, yeah, they've got to win a couple of these games. Uh, I reckon you might be on the on the money there, Millie. It's a short season. If they don't get this one together, it's going to start getting pretty tough. All
0: right, we'll put it. Maybe I was a bit harsh. Let's put it this way: if they don't win two out of those three, then I I, f- I don't think they're a chance this year.
1: Heard it here first.
0: Uh, okay. Um, the from 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 one horizontal prison bar Guernsey to another uh, Saturday at one forty-five, at the spiritual home of the Port Adelaide Football Club, the Gold Coast. It's Port taking on the West Coast Eagles, the Winch Coast Eagles, <laughs> in what could be, I hope, a blowout. But I don't know. I feel like I'm a bit worried that the good news of, you know, the hub happening in WA after round six, I think, I don't know if that's going to
1: spark the, the West Coast or not. I hope it is. I hope it doesn't. They can dry their tears with their $100 bills and maybe <laughs> get their shit together. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It could be, this could be the potential to be game of the round. Also, there's a lot. Wow. There's a lot, actually, isn't there? Geez, how how's that Gull- to pick Gull- at the Gull-
0: probably going to be back. Oh, mate, game of the week? round how, how is freaking
1: hard. <laughs> how could you call it? There's so many. Right. How,
0: um, I, I wouldn't have picked that the Carlton Geelong game would have provided the most entertainment. And you know, in terms of a game of footy, absolutely. I mean, maybe, I'm, I'm biased. No, but that, that finish I reckon was, was bloody.
1: It was a good game. It was marvelous. P- it probably was yeah. the game of the round last week. Um. Yeah, gee. Um, gosh, I think Port will win in this game here because Port are looking yeah. great and West Coast obviously can't stop crying all the time and complaining, which is strange. Um, it's hard to win through tears. It is. You can't see. Blurry, salty vision, mm-hmm. salty inside and out. <laughs> we I'd, we said it before, go and drop those tears in the Indian Ocean <laughs> out West. That's it. Um, no, I, hope, I think Port will win. And I hope they do. I hope Eagles get so far behind that they don't have a chance. And I say well, this uh, very much. I very much enjoy the Eagles team. The players yeah. are great. But, uh, and Mc- like McGovern's football. back probably. So mm-hmm. that's a big,
0: that's a big in. And McGovern um, with his fant- yeah. phantom mm-hmm.
1: fists. Can't even remember uh-huh. punching that guy. <laughs> <laughs> what? It wasn't me. Huh? Huh?
0: Ghost, ghost arm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in lockstep, but um, yep. I'm, I, I'm back in Port Adelaide because I think their form is real and I think that the West Coast form is real too and they've been trash Yep, or, you know, close to it.
1: Yeah, shame about uh, Xavier Dersmer. Looks like he's done a bit of a yeah, bad sounds, hammy and he's a yeah. great young player, but they got others. They got two others, sh- Rosie and Butters, sure in that same draft pool who are doing great things. Um, good Saints fan, Connor Rosie, of course. Yeah. Um, now meal.
0: Ooh. Four thirty five. Under the dome. It's them Saners taking on. Richmond Tigers.
1: <sighs> Old man Jack Rewalt's Tigers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm.
0: Zimmer, Zimmer frame Rewalt. Um, <laughs> hmm.
1: um I I you know, I, last week, I got swept up, merely. I got swept sure. up by the media. I got swept up by my <laughs> friends. I got swept up by yours truly in your, in your Me, yeah. a, a, appeal for, for the Saints. Um, and, you know, I wanted to believe. I, I did truly believe by the end. I was like, this this feels good. This could be a different Saints. And I still think it is. I still think it's a different Saints. But we got, we've still got a lot of things to work out. And we're still, it's early days, getting that cohesion up. We play some good football against the Tigers. We of course all remember that classic game in 2017 when we absolutely pumped. What was it? 98 to it was 98 to 10 at halftime.
0: Wasn't that the, wasn't that the loss they needed to have in it order? It was, and yeah. then we
1: pretty much didn't win a game for about 10 weeks after that because we were uh, also at that stage. That's when they won their first flag. After that's that right. round, we were tied up on the ladder with the Tigers. We were oh, both. Wow. I know it's it's horrible to look at because from that game onwards, we've only won about eight games or something, and Richmond wow. have won two flags since then. Sliding so, doors. Very cool. Very very cool stuff. Um, but yeah, I, this week I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna get sucked in as much. I absolutely think we can win, and we play better football against Richmond than some of the other top tier sides. We we lose to Collingwood quite often. Hang on, the
0: only top tier side that I know of is West Coast. They're full of tears. Sorry. <laughs> just a little hat sorry Carry you on. can
1: cut you can jump in with that anytime you like if it's the quality puns that you used to hear it i eloquence like that <laughs> oh goodness um well this that's true I, I should i should reserve that for the west coast eagles um t- no i'll leave that um yeah man i think the tigues- I'm a bit nervous. I feel like Dusty back and with a point to prove and, you know, they they got to get their shit together. Don't know if the hunger's there again for them. Not sure where they're really at, but I think we have more of a hunger. But And we also are going to want to bounce back from last week, but Richmond are the dual premiership side, the best side of the last three years, and they've also been under the pump. So I think that'll that'll probably just get them over the line. But but not by a lot. I hope it's within 20 points. You know, I hope it's within 10, 15 points because that's... Or if, if we lose in a close game... We're in the ballpark and that's all right. But gee, I hope we win. <laughs> I reckon if the game is
0: close, then the Saints will win.
1: I like that. Yeah.
0: Tell me more. I, um, uh, look, I uh, it's it's, ba- it's based on the who's got more to lose kind of theory. And I think that um, if the Tigers come out and jump here and go hard early and, and get a big score on the board, um, then it's going to be really hard for uh, the Saints to get back in it but if, if the Saints stay competitive right towards the end then I think the Tigers players will start to believe some of the talk in terms of oh maybe we're not hungry maybe we don't want it maybe some of our players are getting a bit old I've heard that on that really great AFL podcast
1: I listen to so um, good full of puns I think this is something about old man Jack Rewild
0: <laughs> yeah uh, and yeah I think that that would if the game's closed I'm back in Saints um, but I'm going to tip the Tigers uh, because I don't believe their full f- I, I need another I need a bit more of a body of work to believe their fall from grace or, or their you know out of sortsness for the season
1: yeah um, it's kind of the same in a similar spot as the Giants isn't it it's like another week of this kind of mediocre play very much from these two uh, not top tier sides sorry uh, top level <laughs> sides um, yeah yeah, another week of it. If the Sooners get out there and just kind of comfortably win, and the Giants lose again in a again. truncated, like, s- yeah, geez, L- you like you like like...
0: said, in a truncated season, every win means just that twenty three percent more.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's going to get more, more and more difficult. Yeah. Well, we're, are we in perfect lockstep, my friend? Are we performing the uh, the, the the best, most perfect dance there ever was? In this? <laughs> not a foot has gone wrong in this box step.
0: It's so true. Um, I hope that we remain in lockstep for the next game. Mm. At 7.40, at had the G. It's the um, returning Essendon Football Club taking on my boys, the Blues. Um, and I'm, I am I feel like the news of the week and Essendon being the focus, it's it's, it's going to do that whole, to borrow another hackneyed footy phrase, it's going to either galvanise the club or it's going to put them under the microscope in a, in a way that they don't feel comfortable with. And I just... <laughs> God, I don't know. Um, I'm going to back the team that beat Geelong last week, and I'm going to back our newfound kind of synergy. Uh, to back another, to borrow another hack footy phrase. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to. I'm going to back Carlton, but God, I don't
1: feel confident. It's a really hard one to call, isn't it? And I'm going to make my decision based on a few things, Emil. One mm-hmm. of them being that you guys had a really great win last week and you're a young side and it just feels like it's hard to do that two games in a row. It just, They
0: looked pretty gassed in the fourth, didn't they? They
1: did. When you let them in that much, it's like gee, you've really given it your all, which is... They still won, good on them, but it it took a lot out of them and I don't know how, uh, how they'll go with doing that again. Whereas Essendon... Haven't didn't play last week. They, they've got some injuries and a few things going on. And and if I was to guess, I would think that this tough week would galvanise them. If I was to get, I would want. It. I know I would. If I had this, if I was Conor McKegger or um one of the other beer <laughs> beer, barons beer and, yeah. <laughs> um any of their other players, oh, that's what I'd be thinking. I'd be like pumped to be like, all right, then We're just gonna keep playing. We're just gonna keep our heads down. Topple the Blues. Be three and zip. Just be there undefeated, quietly, can talk all you like. That's what I'd be thinking. But
0: Well they're a top are top four club at the moment still and they've played one less game than everyone else. Yeah, that's <laughs> and except for go. Melbourne, sorry. Yeah.
1: There we go. Yeah, well there's our first uh um there's our first step that's not yeah. in tandem, I Emil. Mean, yes. S- yes. So I else? I think
0: you I, I really no, I like your reasoning and I can see it all. However, the one thing that is uh keeping me um faithful to the Carlton football club is, is that they don't have the, the the one thing that's kind of been swept aside with the news of McKegger is that Heppel is injured, and that's he's a really important part of their midfield. And yeah. ankle, Our midfield, right. our midfield, ought to. Yeah, he's he's separate be out for to the a season.
1: Oh, are you for real? Season? No, I he- like Heppel's
0: a... Heppel's done for the year, I think. Oh, wow, almost, 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 yeah, definitely.
1: Gee, I didn't think it was that long. I thought it was like a six, seven week thing, just a training incident, separate to his other kind of foot, ankle no. issues. But gee, no, okay, he's,
0: he's he's in, he's out. Well, I'm regardless,
1: sure. yeah, okay, I'll take take that. And also, he's um. Uh, He's definitely out for this, for this round So mm. Yeah Yes I, I
0: It's only that It's only that that makes me think that Alright we can we, We've got a good chance to get on top On top of the um, On top of them in the midfield And if we get on top of them in the midfield Then mm. If we don't As long as we don't You know Completely cough up the ball all the time and, and use it Horribly Then we should be A good chance of winning it Alright Cool Can the Dons Is Don Is bad <laughs> Oh, everyone's um, favorite meal. Yeah. Oh man, I'm. I, every time the Suns fucking play, I'm. I'm
1: excited to watch them. What a turnaround! Hey. Oh my god. Is it going to be different this year? Because they've done this to us a few years in a row, where they've had these starts. Hot start. But yeah. it doesn't feel like it. Because this is this crazy year. It doesn't feel like it's the same.
0: So you don't think it's a false dawn for the Suns? <laughs> I don't think so.
1: I don't think so. I'm. I think we've we've passed our winter solstice on the weekend, and from here on out. It's getting sunnier, my friend.
0: True. Whereas the Dockers, I feel, are anchored to the bottom of the
1: ladder. I I couldn't agree with you more. They're they're down there with the salty tears of the West Coast Eagles.
0: (laughs) Makes sense, doesn't it? In Fremantle Harbour or... Yeah, out of
1: Scarborough Beach. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you you look it up, I don't know.
1: (laughs) Geography. The the roaring 40s. Windy, salty mess. Um, Oh, dear. Interesting game. It could be It could be a little one where everyone it now all of a sudden feels like it's an easy game and you go, oh, the Suns will get up. But maybe that's what this season wants you to think, you know. Maybe the season wants you to think that there's easy games and then, no, Frio still have the reigning Brownlee medalist and True. Um, and uh, Sonny Walters, who's a Jet, and some other young players.
0: And a players. few handy ins, I think, this week. I know that... Um Sean Darcy's a chance of coming back in, and I think he's important. He gives them some more options, whereas if it's just lob playing ruck, they're they're a little bit one dimensional.
1: Yeah, I think so as well. He's a big unit, Darcy, um, and then it does free lob up to play other positions. But the teams mm. for this uh, uh, game aren't released yet, of course. It'll no, be today at five five hours time, but yeah, we can speculate. That's what we do best here on this podcast, my friend. <laughs> that
0: and make silly jokes. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, I, I. I I'm up for
0: the... Even the last few years when the Gold Coast have had a, a false dawn, it's been up until like the round four. I reckon it's been up until round four. Um, so I'm going to back them in to get the job done this week and display a bit of maturity that belies the, the, the profile of their list, led by a couple of really handy inclusions in Hugh Greenwood and... Uh, Ellis, they've been great.
1: They have been great, and what a a fun little bit of sizzle to uh, Mark Rashudo from Greenwood after the win. Oh dear, love that. (laughs) Very, oh my god, so funny. And him replying as well. Rusciuto needs to like get a lesson in media. I don't know. he Maybe needs a bit more media training just to like Uh, uh, shut the fuck up and not reply. It's exactly it's exactly what
0: I'd expect.
1: It's 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 exactly what I'd expect
0: from someone who's a director at the Adelaide Football Club.
1: Yeah, that that's true. What am I saying? Of course. Speaking, speaking of the Adelaide, of the Adelaide. <laughs>
0: football <laughs> and speaking of synergy,
1: there we yeah, S-
0: Sunday at 105 up at the Gab Bar. Uh, it's oh man, it's, it's, it's the Lions and Adelaide. In this, is this the most uh mismatched game of the round, perhaps?
1: Mm. Yep, yep, sure, I agree. sure is. It is, uh, <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. The Lions are going to win, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Lions will win. Yeah. There, I said it. Also, do we we both on the Suns, right? On this last one, it? I
0: am. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Same here. Yeah, cool. Yep. beauty. We love those Queensland teams. The spiritual home of football, Metricon Stadium,
0: Southeast Queensland. <laughs> Three thirty-five at the at the G. Uh, it's Melbourne returning from uh, you know their their layoff last weekend um, to take on the hurt the butt hurt uh, Geelong Cats. Mm, that's geez. This is a this has it's got a this has got an interesting little flavor to it. This game, I reckon,
1: it does, doesn't it?
0: Just, and I've got a couple of things I want to talk about before we go into our tips. Please, they are centered on Max Gorn. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of things I found out during the week about Max Gorn, uh, which I think is, uh, are worth sharing. Um, one is that in the in the break, uh, while everyone was isolating, he 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 sent out a Happy Easter pack. To everyone in everyone all the players at the club with a six pack and a card from him. And then he shows up uh, in when training can resume with the, with that famous blonde mohawk. And now he's got a little tradition before games of shotgunning a can of Red Bull with the whole team what? to get him pumped up to give him wings. <laughs> he shotguns a Red Bull. Oh yeah, my man. word! That is a team that doesn't need any more extroverts. That, They've got it all in one man. Wow,
1: he's a big, tall, giant extrovert. That's Isn't unbelievable. He, just,
0: he would know the song "Gimme, Gimme, Gimme" by ABBA.
1: Hell yeah, Maxi Gawn would spin that for sure as a closer. Um, Too right. He wow, he would. <laughs> I didn't know that. On that knowledge alone, I think that that's enough to nearly tip the D's in this game. But um, <laughs> Mill. I'd like to party with Max Gorn, that's for sure. If I had to, All right, well, if hey. you had to, if you had to collect your, if you had to have. Ooh. All right, so how many? What's all that? Right. What's the amount of people in Melbourne you can right now? in a house, down to five in a house. Okay, let's let's have it at the at, in Melbourne where football is predominantly played. Um, yep, yep. Uh, the top the top two are easy. Uh, Gorn and Libba. Max Gorn and Libba. Bam Bam. Uh- Fire starters, absolutely. absolute fire starters, and Max Gorn. I reckon you could also like, you know, if you if you're um late in the night and you're feeling a bit emotional, maybe. Oh. I don't know. I reckon you could yeah. also lean on Max. Well, maybe he'd have to kneel down. Then you could lean on Max Gorn <laughs> to, you know, to have a chat about something that's going on, maybe mid party. A Ab- little DNA with Max Gorn.
0: A bit of FaceTime with Gorny, I think, would be a, a delight, one on one or in a group. Um, so he's 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 on the list for he's sure. In
1: Captain of the party squad.
0: <laughs> Captain of the party squad. Um. Lib is in.
1: Are we including Lib you in. in the five? Is it you and four others or you and five others?
0: Uh it's it's probably going to have to be me and, me and four others if we're going to be really strict about the um the covid okay, kind of situation it's five, here. Of
1: course, which we you have to be. Um, yeah, that's and, right. Okay, so we got um, you've got Leba,
0: Gorney. Yep, um I think that I want Harley Bennell there.
1: Oh yeah. Wants a bit yeah. of a bit of fun times. Harley Bennell definitely. Um
0: I, I want to. I want to know what or he's doing like because I know his. I want. His, I want, I know his reputation, mm. and I know that he uh, likes to. He's. You know, people. Have, he he, like, he seems to like to have fun.
1: Poor thing, but though. Right? It was all fun from years ago. Right? It was lingering yeah. fun, and now yeah, he's, he's been a grind ever since. Hey.
0: True. Maybe he wouldn't be the best company. Maybe he'd be a bit. Like He's probably a bit off it's it. It's been a tough, yeah. tough go of it, and everyone's been a bit shit to him. Truly. Yeah. All right. Um, um, I'll, I'll put a question mark on mm-hmm. Um,
1: Put a pin in Benel. Put a pin in Bernal. Not in his calf. Um,
0: no, that would snap it immediately. It would. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I would like to have. Uh, oh. I think.
1: Hmm. Now it's interesting, isn't it? Because it's like, do you want someone? Maybe they've got some stories to tell, you know. Sure. Um. Um. So you could it could be necessarily not someone who's just party party mad. Maybe they're like a bit of party, but they've also got some stories. So like, who's an? I oh, know. Maybe an older. Maybe you need like a senior player who's just been around, been around yep. the AFL for a while.
0: Um, I reckon I that. Okay, out of maybe a little bit out of left field, but I reckon. I reckon uh, Scott Pendlebury would be a good person.
1: I was gonna say Pendlebury. yeah, okay, okay, because Pendlebury, Um, he he would have some insight. He would yeah, have, a little, he would, uh, uh, of course, at the powerhouse club Collingwood, bit mm. of insight there. Maybe he could give us the review, the internal review that we needed. Yeah, right. Late night with Scott and find out the real yeah, truth. Yeah, man.
0: Get him in a conversation with Max Gorn and yourself at three a.m. in the morning. You'll find out
1: the truth. Oh yeah, that's where the truth lies. That's right. All right. Well, we've got Pendles in the mix. We've got a couple of yeah. captains here. Uh, two captains. True. Two captains and a, um, a son of a captain. Maybe? Son of son captain. Son of a brown light.
2: Hey, captain S- yeah, Tony. Tony. You don't you want, know. You a, you Have to look line. it up.
0: Mm. Yeah. Google it. I don't know. <laughs> um, um, who else seems like one of the? Uh,
1: Maybe Mitch in Robinson. Do you know what, Mitch Robinson. Oh, Mitch Robinson. Mitch Robinson. He'd Robinson. have some stories. He'd have some stories, and he also like. I like Mitch Robinson. He can. Um, he's doing his own thing. He's playing games. He's he's Twitch streaming. He's doing podcasts. True. Um, I, I, yeah, I like I'd, I'd be interested in chilling with Mitchy e. Robinson. Yeah, I like his take. He's got some stories in the blues and from up up north. Um, Absolutely. He's a family man now.
0: Okay. Would 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 what about Eddie Betts though? Oh. A bit. What about him?
1: And then Eddie fucking Betts. Of course. Yeah. There it is. There's you. Done. And Mitch Robinson and Eddie Betts are friends from way back as well.
0: So I be think begin squeeze them all in. Let's, let's break the quarantine rules just to have that five. I think I'm keen on well, that. Well,
1: maybe we could leave. You could leave. Let them, <laughs> <laughs> let them party it out. More. Honestly, if
0: we're going to cull someone, <laughs>
1: it's probably, it's probably <laughs> you. It's going to be me. <laughs> Oh, got to kick my mark over.
0: Oh, what a pity! Oh, oh boy. See so, you guys. Have have fun at my house. Don't well, there make you go. We'll there, there, do. There's, it's there's fine. the party squad.
1: There's the party <laughs> squad. If you need it, if you ever want the real <laughs> goss, if you want to find balance between goss insight and partying abilities, amp up, pump up abilities. You want Max, Gone, Libba, Scott, Pennery, Mitch Robinson, and Eddie Betts. I'm there. God, I love that. Um,
0: well, will the party squad led by? Captain Gone, um, will they get over the line against uh, Paddy Dangerfield's kind of button up cats?
1: I have no idea, to be honest. I have no, <laughs> no. fucking idea, <laughs> no. and I'm just going to say the cats because they're going to respond from last week because it feels like footballers are just emotional beasts that just respond one week, then like slack off or you know get tired from that and then they lose it and they go again. I don't know, they got beaten. At their home deck by the uh, the Blues, and they'll probably yeah. be stinging and want to make amends. But I don't know where Melbourne are at. I just don't know.
0: I am going to go with Melbourne because uh, they're going to be fired up from having the week off mm-hmm. and and being annoyed about not having not getting to play. I think they were ready to go against the Dons, and they're pissed off that they weren't able to. One, two, um, <laughs> shotgun gone. Mm, of I course, mean, gosh, right, of course they're going to have wings. Yes. Um, And third of all, I think that, yes, Carlton looked gassed in the last quarter, but Geelong were the team that had to put in all the effort to get that 42-point margin back. And they've got old
1: bodies, old hammies. Mm. Might be pulling up a bit sore.
0: I reckon I'm going to go with Melbourne.
1: It's a good call. A lot more logic to my, I don't know. (laughs) That was my thought process.
0: They lost last week, therefore they'll win this week.
1: (laughs) Sometimes it might be just that simple.
0: I think, yeah, look, when, when it comes to pride, and we all know that in this, in this day and age, losing to the Blues is sourced to uh, lost pride. Absolutely. And the final game of the round, uh, the late game on the Sunday night at 6.10, it's the Hawks and North. Um, yeah, in a battle of the team that was good last week versus the team that was good this week.
1: Yeah, it's another one of those, isn't it? And it could be a pretty Hmm. heavy hitting contested game here. I think North uh, looking like they might get uh, Ben Cunnington back, who's a very important part of their team. Huge in. Massive in. Maybe enough, old hairy Ben Cunnington, maybe enough to just be the the determining factor as to why I'm going to tip North Melbourne. They match up pretty well against uh, the Hawks. They seem to, I think uh, their last few games, it's kind of gone tit for tat who's won um and then the further you look back in the history of that obviously doesn't help you too much but you can there's some things that that live amongst the team and the psyche that you can take note of as per you know different teams playing
0: if as a playing group and team you've beaten a a club like uh, more times than you've lost to them in in your time there that
1: absolutely has an effect that's gonna even if your team is a different team on the actual field that's still yeah that that plays into it a lot the mental side of things and i just think north um uh, will again want to respond from last week they are a good team. They're, they're in the top eight at the moment. Hawthorne have played a good game of football. Can they keep it up for the second week in a row? Not sure. It'll be an interesting one. Could be a game. It could be a sneaky, uh, sneaky. one for game of the round as well.
0: Yeah, I like that call. Um, but I'm going to listen to the advice of your girlfriend and yes. I'm going to tip the Hawks. She's a smart woman. Um, she is a smart woman. Uh, yeah, Cullington is a massive, massive in and there were some midf- midfielders for the North last week that got beaten um, and having Cunnington there makes them more dynamic and less likely to be beaten but I just think the uh, the way that the Hawks won the ball um, was just so impressive against the Tigers I know it was only one week but I just I found that really kind of like oh shit that's, that's, that's a sign of a good team if they're winning and hunting it like that and then using it like we know they can so yeah um not off North, but I just think that Hawks have shown that they can put it together and I'm going to back them to do it again.
1: Well said, my friend.
0: Well, that brings us to the end of another week of football. We hope Uh, we, we normally obviously do a history segment at this point, um, but given the week we've had, uh, I was, well, actually I was planning to do a segment uh, about Eddie uh, because I was just so impressed with him not, not only his performance uh, against the Cats for us over the weekend, but um, the way he spoke about the vilification that he has endured and how he feels about it and and what that has meant to his life and and how angry and sad it makes him in an ongoing way. um, I I just thought his story would be a good one to focus on. I was particularly affected by his interview on on 360 uh, the other day. So, um, yeah, I was going to do that. But then I thought that it's really not, my place to be telling his story um but rather using our platform to share what a wonderful man he is and 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 some of his history so um um, so we're gonna play we're gonna play some of the interview uh that eddie betts gave on 360 the other day because if you haven't heard it um it's it's really worth a listen um so yeah that's that's that um enjoy the interview we'll play that play that after we sign off um and have a really rad weekend of footy. Enjoy your enjoy your games. Hope your team gets up. Um, except if you barrack for Essendon, obviously. That's In right. which case, I hope that you lose gallantly.
1: Well, oh, Richmond. See you later, old <laughs> old Jack Rewop. <laughs> old Jackie, old boy. Joe Exotic, and the, the Tiger King with his crutch. <laughs> 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 oh, oh. And I hope we can be there. He's Carol Baskin. Baskin. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Thanks again for listening, gang. We've had some. Um, some friends, some peeps and listeners of the pod sending some stuff over these uh, last couple of weeks, it has been great. We'll, we've been reading and we're we'll taking note um, and thank you for sending those things in.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, thank, thank you to a uh, good friend of the pod, Cuffy, who sent us through an MSO video of uh, the... Musicians playing the all the club theme songs. We'll share that on our social media yeah, so along good. with this release. So good. Uh, thanks to thanks to Dylan for all the really wonderful feedback. I hope that um hope that it's uh, yeah. We we'll hope you keep listening because it's really valuable. And also um, shout out to Brad who pointed out that uh, the only Brownlow medalist to have come off the rookie list is Sam Mitchell. So thank you for oh,
1: that. Nice. Thank you, Brad McDermott. finished with mm-hmm. that one little little Brownlow special. Scrappy from Scraps. Amazing. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Nice one, buddy.
2: Yeah, well, it was tough, you know. Knowing I, I found out that that, you know, that tweet came out, and then I actually wasn't going to post it up. So, to be honest, I, I thought, you know, w- what's going to happen? You know, do I have to deal with it again? The stress, the it's just tiring. Just fighting, 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 and it just keeps happening every year. The last ten years, and you know, the last six years over in Adelaide, I've been racially abused every year online. I had banana thrown at me, and quite frankly, I'm I'm getting really sick and tired of it because. It, it just you. And, and, and you and you kind of think, why am I playing footy, you know? Um, but then I, then I think to myself, I need to let people know what I'm going through. With everything that's going on in the world, you know, with over in America, Black Lives Matters, and this this stuff is still happening here in Australia and it's still happening to us, um, the Aboriginal people here in Australia. And, you know, it, it, it's draining. So I needed people to understand that. I've got to set up barriers every day when I leave the house. I think I'm going to get racially abused when I when I'm driving, or when I when I go to a supermarket. You know, all I want to do is just rock up to training, play, have, uh, enjoy the game of footy. But but before then, I've got to set up barriers for myself because I get racially abused. And you know, sometimes on social media, they they set up fake accounts and and you can't catch them. You can't call them out, and you know it'll happen next week again. And and I'm tired of it, I'm sick and tired of it, but I want the AFL to be a safe platform for young Aboriginal kids to, to come and enjoy and play footy without being racially abused. I, I, and if I have to take the full brunt of, of of all that and to continue to drive and educate people so that the platform, the AFL platform is a safe spot because young Aboriginal kids, this is what they do, they get racially abused you know, growing up. But the AFL is a safe spot for, for us to come and um, enjoy the game that we love. And and if I have to cop you know, most of this um, racial abuse coming my way to set the standards in the future so these young Aboriginal kids can come and play footy and enjoy it without being racially abused, I'm happy to cop the brunt. But at the moment, uh, just getting sick and tired of it, (laughs) Robbo. It it hurts, it hurts myself, it hurts my family, uh, and I'm sick of fighting.
3: How do you balance, Ed? You've spoken about it before, and you've been a real leader in this area. How do you balance not getting angry and I get the, I get the feel that you're really angry this time publicly to previous times compared to let's try and educate people that 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 gap that balance I, I think that's that's really shaky at the moment. Is, is that a fair assessment?
2: Yeah it is and, and I was really angry and you know and I wanted to I wanted to put something up that was that was aggressive but that's not my nature you know that's um, I'm kind um, always like to give people a second chance and I've always liked to educate people but until we make changes or I, I don't know how it's going to stop until I don't know maybe you know you, you start charging these people and, and ca- catching them out and uh, you know and getting the, the getting the law in, involved so it's you know like I said it's it's tiring um, and we're sick of fighting, but I tell you what, I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep standing up for it. And I'm going to keep, um, you know, fighting for what I believe in.
0: One of the most challenging aspects, I
2: think, Eddie, is you've provided a disproportionate amount of joy to the football world, I think, to to most players who come along. Do you ever have the sense of, well, what more could I
0: have given to you? What more could I have given the game to still be
2: facing this as a, as a consequence of playing? Yeah, and, you know, I've always said to myself, well, I've done nothing wrong. Like, well, why can't you just come and enjoy the game of footy? And I think, you know, what the only problem that they have with me is that I was born black. And, um, and I guess I believe that's the only problem that they have with me. And I guess, you know, I'm just sick and tired of it. And I guess what I want to say to Australia is, you know, open your eyes up and, you know, start to listen and learn and educate yourself because I'm sick of copying it. I'm absolutely sick of copping it, and you know, and it hurts, and it deeply hurts. And you think to yourself, why? Why do I play footy? Why should I keep playing footy if I'm going to keep copping this? But you know, I want to make a change, and I'm. And the way to keep hurting these guys is just keep playing great footy and keep smiling, and and that's what I love doing.
3: We didn't get you on to talk about this, Eddie, but at the same time, it's really important that we we do talk about it and people do listen to you. And and one of the ways I think we can try and you can try and get through to people is. Can I ask you, how old are your kids now?
2: Uh, eight. Uh, seven, sorry. Louis seven, Billy's five, and the twin girls, Alice and Maggie are two.
3: Are, are the two oldest, are they understanding of, of what went down last week, the, the photo going up and and, and what you did? How, how does it affect them when they see Dad being put into this just horrible situation?
2: Well, they don't really understand it just to this point. Louis, the oldest, kind of a little bit, but eventually they're going to see what happened to their father, you know, in the AFL over a amount of years. So, um, you know, I hope, you know, in future we'll, we'll make change and you know, um, they won't have to cop it if they want to play AFL footy.
3: Well, the last one, Gerard, the, the first week all the players took the knee, knee head and I think everyone thought this is terrific and, and the, the conversation around that is, is, is that just a token gesture? Are we just going to see it once we move on and I was really pleasant, pleasantly surprised and happy that the players around the country took a took a knee in the second game. How does that make you feel? And have you got plans? Do you know if the player group, the player group around the country's got plans to, to continue with that action?
2: No, actually mate, I was really proud, you know, taking a knee. That was for the Black Lives uh, Matters and racism in Australia, um, and you know, it happens in our backyard as well. we got 432 deaths in custody here in Australia. Um, and that was since nineteen ninety one. My grandfather, Eddie Betts. So my dad's Eddie Betts, my grandfather's Eddie Betts, he was sick in Port Lincoln. He went to the doctors. The doctors turned him away because he had chest pain. They thought he was drunk. They rang the fleece on him, took him to the cells. He died alone in the cells by himself at age forty nine. My grandfather, Eddie Betts. So, you know, I wish I could have grown up with with my grandfather, but that's not the case. And, you know, I know that he'd be proud of me and me carrying on the name Eddie Betts and uh, but you know that could have been prevented. That could have been stopped if he was uh, if he was helped at the hospital. So that, that really um, really proud that the boys took a knee, um, and hopefully we can continue to make change in the future.